my therapist, not my friend, and not my lover. Obviously, I'm upset to learn he's dead, but I don't need someone to babysit me. She heard Tom sigh. I'm just worried about you, he said. I'm ready for my ace reporter to come back to work. Is that why you fired me? My, you know I couldn't keep you on staff when you weren't writing. She sighed. I know. She paused. Speaking of writing, I'm working on a new story. Really? Another one? Are you sure that's wise after what happened at the training station? Please, Tom, that was ages ago. My, it was last week. I told you, I didn't hear them announce the flash fire demo. When it flashed, I wasn't prepared. It startled me. Actually, it had scared the hell out of her. She'd been instantly transported back to the big battle with the ancient demon, an experience she was already reliving entirely too often in her dreams. You almost killed three firemen before they tackled you to the ground. By then, the fire had grown considerably larger than planned. But it all worked out. No one was hurt. They didn't press charges, and I apologized. Plus, you got a great story out of it. Happy ending. Only because I made a sizable contribution to the training station on behalf of the paper. Oh, she hadn't known that. But she sensed he was weakening, and she didn't want to give up. Listen, this story I'm working on now is going to be big. She patted the folded piece of paper, burning a hole in her jeans pocket. It held everything she needed to nail Bill Preston, the leading mayoral candidate. Her source had been very forthcoming with information about the politician's involvement with mob boss Tony Perone. Mai only had to verify a few facts and get some corroboration to piece it all together. Great. What's this one about? He asked with a decided lack of excitement. Right. I'm going to tell you so you can have one of your staffers scoop me? I don't think so. But tell you what... Because I like you. And because you bailed me out of the fire station disaster, she silently added. When I'm done, I'll give you first Debs. He agreed and they said goodbye. A story as scandalous as this one would make big headlines and sell a lot of papers. She might no longer have a regular position on staff, but she'd still come a long way as a journalist, she thought, as she dropped her cell phone into her bag and rummaged for her keys. There was a time when she wouldn't have dared do an article of this nature for fear of the ramifications. That had been before she'd gone up against an ancient demon to save the world. Almost dying tended to change one's perspective on things. When one realizes there might be no tomorrow, today becomes pretty damned important. Mai had always had a zest for living, and that hadn't changed. What had changed was the way she chose to live each of those days. She no longer spent her work time pursuing lightweight stories, and she didn't spend her personal time pursuing meaningless one-night stands. Of course, such lifestyle decisions made for many lonely nights. She unlocked her apartment door, thinking how she missed her best friend. Lexi was a witch, werewolf, and retired bounty hunter now living in Ravenscroft, the immortal dimension, with her husband and infant son. Not that Mai blamed her for never being in New York City, if Mai were married and had a child, maybe she... 
She cut off the thought as she walked into the kitchen, letting the door fall shut behind her. She dropped her purse on the counter as she passed through the kitchen and continued the short distance to her bedroom, which also served as her home office. She flipped on the light switch, and the click echoed loudly in the unrelieved darkness of the room. Damn it, she thought. Burned out bulb. Not wanting to take the time to change it, she continued over to the desk. There she fumbled with the knob on the lamp, turning it several times before finally leaning over the shade to see why the light wasn't coming on. The tiny hairs on the back of her neck began to prickle. Something wasn't right. She stood still, making an effort to quiet her breathing so she could listen. From outside came the distant rumble of traffic and people passing from one destination to the next. Mai was barely conscious of it. She was listening for a sound that shouldn't be there. Everything seemed normal.